This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Now back to riffing with Raph and AD on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I just... All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back again. It's Wednesday night. It's the quickest two hours of the week. This is Riffin' with Raph and AD. Mr. AD, I've waited all day to talk about this. I think it's finally time. Oh, man. We talk about one of the greatest injustices of the NFL Pro Football Hall of Fame. Why is Roger Craig not in the Hall of Fame? As my dad would say, Lord, give me patience. Give me peace. It's an atrocity. It's a monstrosity. Okay, first of all, Roger Craig. Now, think think about this to the listeners out there. In fact, we have a niche in this. If you have some comments, because we also want to talk about, for the night, for the sake of time, because we got going on for a long time, which was cool. And I I appreciate that, folks. Uh, uh, Nate Larson, uh, Squire, being here. Uh, Give us a call. There's a Lincoln hotline. Honda Lincoln hotline, 424-464-5685. Or the Sarder Heyman text line, 4264-5685. We want you to text in your top five Nebraska running backs of all time. Your top five Nebraska running backs of all time. Raph, put yours down. Uh, Harrison, put your – I know your your scope is a little different, because, but you know you know your history. Top five running backs of all time. Let me, I'm going to just read you a few things here. One of the greatest running backs to ever play at Nebraska – Roger Craig is still not in the Hall of Fame. Now, he's on the All-Century team, but not in the Hall of Fame. How do you make the All-Century team but not in the Hall of Fame? Roger Craig was the first person. I'm going to read this to you, okay? I'm going to read this to you real quick. His stats are just mind-boggling, okay? In 1985 season, Craig caught a league-high 92 passes for 1,016 yards to becoming the first player to put 1,000 yards rushing to 1,000 yards receiving in the same season. The only two other backs to ever do it since then. Now, Roger did this in 85, Okay, I was 11. 37 years ago, he did this. He's still not in the Hall of Fame. Now, check this out. The other guys that did it, NFL lanes, uh, let me see, Marshall Falk did it in 99. Okay, 99, 14 years after Roger did it. Christian McCaffrey, just three years ago. Both great guys, okay? Three-time Super Bowl champion, four-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro, 1988 Offensive Player of the Year, and a member of the Hall of Fame's All-Decade, not Century, All-Decade team for the 80s. Now, the next step, Craig will become one of the 12 senior finalists, which will be named July 27th. So we can hope on July 27th in about two weeks that he makes that because, to me, it is seriously an atrocity that Roger Craig is not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame right now. Harrison, what's your thoughts on Roger, man? I mean, this is crazy. It almost gets my blood curling just thinking about the, how Roger Craig is not in it. And, I, and it's not even being biased. And I think you actually kind of thought he already was in the Hall of Fame. Do you know what? I think until a number of years, I, I just kind of thought subconsciously. I was like, what? I, just, I was like, no, Roger ain't in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, what's your I, thoughts? What's the voting committee look like? Oh, oh, I guess oh, I oh no, 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 oh. don't do this, Harrison. Bro, I got a whole <laughs> oh, sheet for you on that. 
Here's the committee. Answer as to why Here's the committee. Here's the committee. Yeah, yeah, listen to this. Listen to the committee. The committee consists of immediate representatives from each pro football city, with two from New York and two from Los Angeles. Okay, as those cities have two teams in the football league. All appointments are opened and approved annually by a majority vote of the Hall of Fame's Board of Trustees. Every candidate is carefully scrutinized, which to me, I'm like, are you, are you serious? How much scrutiny? What do you mean carefully? All right. Carefully scrutinized and must receive at least 80% approval of the selection committee at the annual meeting before they can be elected. Now, when they say, now here are the guys that vote, okay? They're all journalists yep. and reporters. How in the world of someone who's never played the game is going to tell someone else who is the best at the game to get inducted to the best of the game? I mean, how backwards is this? And I, I am knocking the Hall of Fame for this. This is the criteria is ridiculous. That'd be like having me go recruit softball players. I don't know anything about softball. Abby and John have taught me everything I know about softball. Now, if you say, Aaron, go look at some receivers, you know, I can do a little something. And not that I'm even great at that. But to have someone who doesn't have the playing experience to be able to give a fair assessment of who should be in there. And we're talking about the most prestigious money-making sport in the country. That's what it is. Natural football league, it is. Whether people like it or not, it is. How could you not have a representative sample of its peers, not sports writers? We're media. You don't want me choosing it. That'd be like me choosing the all-Big Ten team. Are you kidding me? For softball or for baseball or for tennis or even for golf. How do we how do we come to this, man? Yeah, and then you look at it too when you when you've got journalists running the show. Some of these players through the years did not get along with journalists. Thus, when it comes time to vote for the Hall of Fame, they're not voting on their credentials that happened See? on the field. See? They're voting because they had a bias against that See? player or person. See, Johnny, say that again, man. Say that again, because I want people to really understand the gravity of that right there. Well, my name is Raph, but I'll go. I'll go with. I'll go with Rat. <laughs> <laughs> what did I call you, Rafter? You called me Johnny. You Johnny. Me Johnny. I was thinking of Johnny. Me and Johnny talk all the time. Raft, repeat what you just said. What? Just, just kind of the disparity in voting. Why is that? Well, if there's if there's a bias, if that journalist has a bias against a player, um, you could go with Terrell Owens, for instance. Oh, perfect example. He, his statistics. He's a first. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer all day Easily. long. However, it doesn't it, matter what he did off the field. Doesn't matter the push-ups in his driveway, yep. knocking Donovan McNabb, etc. Yep. What did he do on the field? On the field. So isn't that the criteria we should have, Harrison? What you did on the field? Not if you like me. Not if I. Uh, uh, first of all, we can look at this. If we're going to talk about character, I'm not saying character doesn't matter because it does. But if we're basing on what someone did on the football field, strictly at that, shouldn't we keep it there? Yep. Johnny, the real Johnny. <laughs> I mean, O.J. Simpson's still in the Hall of Fame. Bruh. Bruh. Because it was what he did on the field. On the field. Yeah. Roger Craig, you know, was a game changer in terms of the whole offensive Bill Walsh's West Coast offense. Uh, Bill Walsh's West Coast offense. Nobody had really ever used the running back as – as a primary receiver in some cases it, with with the 49ers. Yep. And, you know, to find that elite player elite. that can <laughs> that can run and catch the ball and pass protect in, in that offense. And he won two Super Bowls? Three. Or three. Okay, three. 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 So he's got the rings. He's he's he was a he was a transcendent in terms of offense. 
so yeah, I, I have no, I have no um, idea why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Another crazy statistic for Roger is he played ten years in the NFL. Guess how many times he made the playoffs? Ten. All ten. Yeah. Ten years. Think about that. Go ahead, Johnny. I, you know, I also I might be wrong here. So if there's anybody listening that that knows the stat better than me. If I remember correctly, he was elite also in uh, hanging on to the ball. He oh, exactly. rarely fumbled really the ball. Really fumbled. I think both here and in the NFL. So you just can't find anything to check against him. Yeah. So, And it's crazy, too, is a lot of people forget his first two years in the NFL, he didn't play running back. He was a fullback. He blocked for Wendell Tyler. Yeah. And you think about his time at Nebraska. They Same. made the switch to Rozier to play running back, yep. and Mike and uh, then Roger Craig played fullback. Yep. The guy was unselfish, man. Yep. Yep. Unselfish. He was he was a better player, obviously a better man. He wasn't even a player, and that's saying a ton. How? I mean, I just don't understand the criteria. Look at these numbers again. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna say this again because I said them too fast the first time. Okay. 1985 season, Roger Craig caught a league-high 92 passes for 1,016 yards. There's receivers who don't have those stats. That play wide receiver. 92 times. Of course, he had a great line and a great one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played the diagonal yeah. game, too, to get him the ball. 1,000 um, yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving. Did that. Three-time Super Bowl champion. Ten time, I mean, uh, four-time Pro Bowler. Made the playoffs every year he played Pro Bowl. I just don't get how we waited so long to put this guy in. Maybe there's a bias because there's so many players off of that team already in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. And it's like it's crazy as before Bill Walsh passed away, he came out and said that the person that made that West Coast offense tick was Roger Craig because he was so phenomenal at pass blocking, catching the ball out of the backfield, and running the ball. It's crazy you look at his – at his rookie season, for instance, he's mm-hmm. coming from Nebraska. Nebraska doesn't really throw it back in 83 or he came out in 83. So 81, 82, 80, 81, 82, Nebraska didn't throw to the, throw the football to the right. running backs all that much. And he comes out and he has 48 catches for 427 yards his first year in the NFL. His first year as a rookie, he had, he had 12 touchdowns and he wasn't, even, he was not the primary back his first year. It was when Wendell Tyler was that right. primary back and he still had 12 touchdowns. And still had over 700 yards rushing with eight touchdowns rushing that first Raph, year. think about this. That's the physical ability, okay? He had to learn how to pass block. Yeah. You think about that. Some running backs do not last long in the NFL if they know how to pass block, okay? You think about that. This dude, okay, the natural ability. Wait, that, that, that's crazy, the numbers you just threw out there. But the dude didn't even know how to pass block. He walked into, like, basically learning a foreign language, okay? A foreign language. Oh, yeah, but well, you look at, um, like... I love I love Coach Osborne. I love the offense. What did you say about T.O.? T- no, I love I love. Don't nobody talk about Miss Jenkins. No, I, I want to talk about T.O. <laughs> I love I love I love Coach Osborne's offense, but it was it was very easy to pick up. It was he and he made he made it that way because it was just physical. Yeah, a lot of his offense was a lot of different formations. Exactly. But, exactly. But the play calling was relatively pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to Bill Walsh's offense where. Coach Osborne had the number system, like one through nine, right. from left to right with the right. whole system. Well, you're going to the West Coast offense. It's not a number system. Every word has a different meaning. Right. So not right. only is he having to learn how to catch the ball to the backfield and pass block, 
he's got to learn vocabulary is totally different. Yeah, exactly. And that's a great point because the terminology, like you said, all think about this as much as we laugh about it. When Peyton Manning years ago was yelling, Omaha, Omaha, that meant something. And sometimes, depending on how many times he said it, it meant different things. Mm-hmm. You, th- you think of that, that's how complicated that NFL's, NFL offenses can be compared to the collegiate level. So and it, it just, it just, you know, just reinforced the point, Raff and Squire, Harrison, that this guy, had, we all knew he was gifted athletically. We all knew he was a freak of nature, and he was a workhorse. He busted his tail off, but he also was a studier. He was a student of the game. He just because he realized I got to come in here and put in work. Yep. Okay. Because I'm coming into foreign waters, deep waters here, as far as from. And you, and you think about this. You're talking of the Godfather, the the actually the originator, the developer of the West Coast offense. Mm-hmm. I got to know my stuff. You can fudge and get around with some of the guys because athletic ability. Bill Walsh wasn't playing that because he was a perfectionist. Right. And even even back then when they when they started running the West Coast offense, they weren't running a ton of one back sets. No. They nope. were still they were still running two with two backs. It was split backs. But you know, if you think about Roger Craig and what he might do in today's offenses, oh my, you know, goodness. it'd be nuts. Yeah, I I really think he he oh. was ahead of his time. Because time you know years. he'd be sitting back there as one back and with um, you know four wides or three wides and there's no there's no linebackers that are going to cover him. Now I am being a little bit biased here, and you think about who joined him not too long after, Tom Rathman, That's right. uh, the Grand, Grand Island Islander, joined him shortly after that. Oh, you had number forty four, forty four, busting faces and running over everybody else. You had two of the most prolific guys back there, and you know what? I'm gonna say this. Obviously, them the numbers that he did, but I tell you what, I would not bulk. At them looking at him as a fullback for the Hall of Fame. Because, I mean, dude, I mean, you had the guy from, um, uh, what was one man's name that played for Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Mike Allstott. Allstott was one of those guys. You get Corey Schlesinger, who was another one. Nebraska, of course. Tom Rathman. Name some other fullbacks in the league. Uh, Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo Neal. Who else? Over the past 15, 20 years, that numbers that had the kind of, uh, the, the game-breaking ability, the caliber of those guys. Think about that. Howard Griffith. Howard. <laughs> he blocked for Terrell Davis, baby. Remember, I got the Broncos Remember Robert in there. Newhouse for the Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, was a, a bruiser. He, he was, was a bad boy. Hey, Squire, just something you need to know. No matter what we talk about, I will get Rav is going to find Broncos. some way to bring in the Denver Broncos. Bro, we could be talking about croquet. He's going to bring up something about the Denver Broncos. We could be talking about baking cookies. You know, He's going to bring up the Denver, Denver Broncos. Broncos. I, the only time I've really paid much attention to the Denver Broncos was in Super Bowl twelve because I was a Cowboys fan. Oh, but other than that... <laughs> Other than that, they've been pretty irrelevant over the years. Well, I just want to say in Super Bowl twelve that Butch Johnson dropped oh, that ball in the end go. zone. Here we go. That's what here I'm saying. Go. See, folks, you know what's one thing that I like to do, Raph? I, I like to, I like to, I like to uh, stir the pot. Po- I like to stir the pot a little bit. I like to poke the bear a little bit because we're talking about that. Let's get back to first of all. We got to take a break. We got to take a break coming up here. Yeah, we, we got a little bit of time. But we hey, before we take our break, here we go. I want you to – anybody in the text line talk about that? I want somebody to talk about who are your top five running backs of all time at Nebraska. We've got one We've got one in right now. What's this? We don't have a name on it. Okay. Oh, yeah. He or she has Amon Green, number one. Okay. Amir Abdullah, number two. Whoa, 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 I know. I know. No, 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 no. I'm know. not knocking their picks. I'm just going to say. So they had – I'm just trying to get them down here. Oh, yeah. So uh, Amon Green, one. Amir, two. Amir, two. Rex Burkhead three. Oh my god. Okay. Roy Halu Jr. four. Okay. 
and Heisman Mike Rozier. Oh, in no particular order. That's just the top Okay, five. thank you. Okay, I appreciate That's that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Because I was about to say, Lord, have mercy. What <laughs> games have you been watching? Yes. And, and, you know, those are good picks. Okay, we respect that. I appreciate the calling. In no particular order, they had Amon Green, Amir Abdullah, Rex Burkhead, Roy Halu, Mike Rozier. Yeah. Okay? That's not a bad list, but it's missing one guy. Oh, who's we'll who's a plus 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 and then we're gonna, we gonna then, talk about that in yeah. a set yes <laughs> folks we're gonna pay some bills we'll talk about top uh five running backs in nebraska full history according to you and us this is with raff and ad on 93.7 the tick i'll be right back this is a 30 second stereo radio for trade school in the home depot spot code yhtfd 0 rga 0 spot title project planning homeowner 101 So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.